This journey of life is paved with ebbs and flows, many highs and lows. We often trip over stumbling blocks that seem almost impassable. As a result, we blaze trails creating our own paths, never pausing long enough to recognize that we were never meant to do it alone. Welcome to the Surrendered Walk Podcast. Good afternoon, Surrendered Walk family. Again, it has been a little bit of a hiatus from this podcast. I don't know. I just don't feel equipped to do it. But I still continue to feel led to get on here once a week. Well, that's the goal anyway. And just share my Christian walk with you. I believe a lot of times we as Christians experience things and we feel like we have to go through it alone, but we weren't created to be islands. And so as a result of thinking that we were created to be islands because the enemy wants us to feel that way, we go through things alone. Now, That doesn't mean that you should go around spreading everything that happens to you and complaining. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because you must trust in the Lord and lean on Him, not your own understanding, right? But He will provide a source for you outside of Himself. He's your ultimate source. But He will provide a resource, I should say, wherein you can share your heart and feel safe. And I I will continue to be grateful for the women that he has placed in my life. Uh, I prayed for them. I will give you one bit of advice is, if I can give you one bit of advice, it would be to pray for your friends. Don't choose them all willy-nilly. <laughs> and I believe I've said that this in previous episodes. Guys, I, I got to tell you, I'm visiting my sister And I'm sitting on the back deck as I do this podcast. And there's a mommy deer and a baby deer outside. It's like Bambi and and his mom. (laughs) Um, I've watched that show such a long time ago. But it's so cute to see um, love even in the animals, you know. Object lessons are all around us in God's creation. and, And we have to listen to them. But that's what I'm looking at as I'm speaking to you. But I'm not going to ramble on anymore. That was just what was what was on my mind as I was starting this podcast. Today, we're going to be getting into the meat of true love. That's a struggle area for me because I tend to love conditionally. If you're not doing what I want you to do, I don't want to love you. And when you do what I want you to do, I give you all the love that you want. Or maybe all the love that I want to give you. But there's a book that I'm reading. It's called His Robot Mind by the author Frank Phillips. And today's podcast episode is going to come pretty much completely from 
chapter 15, which is called Love Unlimited. And I just wanted to break down this chapter because it's not very long, but it's so full of information that will transcend us and transform our lives that I just felt led to share from here. Now, when we think about love, we often think of it as how we want someone to love us or how we love ourselves. We don't ever really want to sacrifice what we think we should get when we think about someone loving us, right? But we don't often think about what we need to give when we're loving someone else. This book changed a lot for me and I'm going to read it, um, giving all credit to the author who has since passed away many years ago. But he did such an amazing job clearing up love for me that I had to share it with you guys. So the chapter starts off by saying, add to brotherly kindness, charity, or divine love. This is God's plan has never changed. He will bring man back to a place where the uninhibited divine love of God will flow through him. Um, I think really and truly this is going to be somewhat of a book review on this chapter. And from time to time I'll do this because I can't do it any justice many a times when I try to explain it back to somebody what I've read. So it says, this will surpass the experience of Adam when he came forth from the hand of God. It was this that Jesus prayed for in his last prayer for his disciples before he went to Gethsemane. Uh, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. John 17, 26. <laughs> Jesus' last prayer before he went to the cross was that God will put the same love in us that he has placed in him. That is unconditional love. This man, this God of ours, came as man and was about to die on a cross for us. If that's not unconditional, to take on a punishment that you don't deserve for people who deserve it, that's the most unconditional that we can ever get. And here he was asking God to give us that same kind of love because I believe it is only with that kind of love can we enter the kingdom. We can't go into the kingdom holding grudges. We can't go into the kingdom feeling any malice against anyone wishing we had what they had that can't happen in heaven heaven is a holy and happy place and that cannot happen there and so can you imagine divine love flowing through every human channel man this world would be so peaceful it will be eden all over again you can walk the streets any manner of hour after night and nobody will harm you because they love you <laughs> people will go out of their way to protect you if you slipped and you were about to fall if <laughs> i mean i can go on and on with examples but think of a world where people are just loving each other unconditionally right no matter what the neighbor ran over your hose um and broke the head of it and this was this fancy hose that you saw that you had to get. And you're just like, it's okay, I'll get another one. Or the neighbor says, man, I'm so sorry, I'll order you another one tomorrow. There are people like that in the world, 
But imagine a world where everybody does that. (laughs) It's hard to imagine, right? But it goes on to say the goal of sanctification is to systematically produce this love in mankind. It is not accomplished by trying to be loving. We do that. Even in marriage, we try our best to love our spouse. But when we do it in our own strength, we fail. A few hours later, we just want to snap and yell and scream at them because that's not coming from a genuine place. It says it is accomplished by dying to self and to the to the hindering factors that inhibit or prevent God from doing his work in our lives. All the way up this ladder, this is a ladder that we've been talking about, climbing the faith ladder, right? Um, All the way up this ladder, the process has been the same. The last step is to taste of the greatest power in heaven or upon earth, and that is divine love. The hindering factor is Satan's counterfeit of God's love human emotion there will be human emotion in response to divine love but it is a response not the love itself now (laughs) we are governed by our our emotions and we think it's love or lack of love why we behave the way we behave but it's selfishness we want what we want when we want it and when we don't get it that way we fuss and we pout and we act up but imagine Jesus on this earth many a times e what about when he was in the wilderness he was hungry he wanted food but didn't take it because he knew the moment he turned those stones into bread the plan of redemption would be over and Satan would have won right so he put self aside in all areas from casting himself down and letting the angels bear him up. He knew without a shadow of that, he would never touch that ground. Those angels would have left heaven in the, with the quickness, right? But nope, that did not, he didn't do it because self had to be put to the back burner. Are you willing to put self to the back burner? I know I struggle with that a lot. When something rises up in me and it doesn't feel good and those emotions start to govern me, I get so upset and I want to say something back that's going to hurt you just as much as I'm being hurt, you know? Um, But that's not what God wants. He wants us to get to a place where we can look at somebody or listen to somebody mistreat us or hurt our feelings and not retaliate. You know, I often think about Jesus on the cross right and on that cross after they beat him and they lacerated his back and they pushed a crown of thorns on his head they spat in his face they just made a mockery of who the king of kings came to this earth to represent and then they hung him on that cross and they nailed nails into his hands and into his feet And after experiencing all of that, he looked at these people and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You and I looking into this situation, we've seen all the movies. We weren't there to witness it. So we don't have a real account of it. 
But when we see these movies duplicating what Christ must have gone through, we end up with the understanding that those people knew what they were doing from the outside looking in, right? I'm sure you've watched um, Passion of Christ and thought, my God, what wicked people. But Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do because he was giving them the benefit of the doubt. Think about it. Had they known that this was the son of God, they would not have treated him that way. They were ignorant and they weren't paying attention to what he had put forth before them in his scripture, in his word. They were so caught up in the legalistic aspect of it that they missed out on the relationship. Guys, I'm going to have to do a part two to this one as well. Sometimes we don't always have to finish each episode hard and fast. But Jesus gave the benefit of the doubt and that's what he's trying to teach us. And if we love and understand unconditional love, we can look at our loved one. We can look at our sister, our brother, our husbands, our wives, um, anybody who has wronged us and give them the benefit of the doubt. Because when you see someone behave in an ungodly way, you know that they lack understanding of who God is and God is love, right? Beloved, let us love one another. Everyone that loveth God and knoweth God is born of God. He that loveth not knoweth not that God is love. So if someone treats you with a lack of love, they don't know God the way they should. And as I learn more about who God is and how he wants me to function, praising him and giving him all the glory and honor for introducing me to this little book, His Robot Mind, I tell you, I don't always get it right, but I'm understanding little by little what it means to love unconditionally. And it's a love that gives the benefit of the doubt. Stay tuned. And next week, we'll pick up where we left off. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate those of you, the few, the handful, I don't know, who actually press play or have subscribed to this podcast. I pray that you continue to listen and you share it with somebody else so they too can get to understand and experience this walk of surrender. And once we surrender in love to the Holy Spirit, Jesus can lead us to the Heavenly Father. And we too can love unconditionally. Talk with you soon, smooches, and stay surrendered. Hi, beloved. Just wanted to let you know that you can always find me on Instagram at The Surrendered Walk, or you can reach me via email at the surrendered walk at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. And until next episode, may the Lord watch between us while we're absent one from the other. And keep us what? You guessed it, surrendered.